Hey, this is Zena Jones, and you are listening to the Brave AF podcast, where we talk about all things mindset, having your own back, and doing brave shit. Hello, 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 my friends. Welcome back to the Brave AF podcast. Funny story. My partner was away a couple of days this week for work, and when he would ring me to check in, he would literally say to me, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> I think he's been listening to the podcast because this is literally the only place I do it. No, that's not true. On my coaching calls too. <laughs> All of my clients get that as well. All right. So today we are talking about the value of your identity, how you see yourself in the world. So I did a quick Google for a good explanation of identity, and this is what it came up with. Our identity is the way we define ourselves. So this includes our values, our beliefs, our personality. It also encompasses the roles that we play in society and in our families. So to give you some examples, I am a business owner. I am a coach. I am a runner. I am a Kiwi. So for anyone who doesn't know, that just means a New Zealander. We call ourselves Kiwis. I am a speaker. Those are all some examples of identities that I have. Okay. Now, why is this important? Because you are what you say you are. Sounds a little cryptic, doesn't it? <laughs> but you are who you believe yourself to be. So if you were to identify as being an athlete, then you would prioritize athletic activities. You would be regularly doing physical things, perhaps running, biking, swimming. That would be a regular part of your routine because you identify as being an athlete. So your identity shapes your actions, the things that you do in the world. Now, some of us have some unhelpful identities and we have perhaps not paused to question these or think about whether or not we want to keep them as one of our identities or question them. So I remember when I had my first job out of college and I was working full time in a retail environment and on occasion I would take a sick day. Now these days I would call it a mental health day, but back then I would take a sick day and I would pretend to my boss, to my colleagues, when they would message me, I would pretend that I was really sick, so sick that of course I couldn't come into work. And on those days, even though I wasn't actually sick, I began to act unwell. I would lie around all day. I would do nothing. I would eat crap. I would actually start to make myself feel sick. I remember this happening multiple times. Even though nobody knew whether or not I was sick, I acted it and I felt the part. I took on that identity. Another couple of identities that I used to have was I used to say all the time, I am the queen of procrastination. And I used to almost be proud. I, I was proud in saying 
I am a productive procrastinator. It was like something I was so proud of. <laughs> and I would announce these things all the time without realizing that that was an identity I had created and adopted for myself. But the trouble with those identities around procrastination is it was producing more of the thing that I didn't want. I continued to be a procrastinator. So when you repeat a story over and over again, you're going to go to work to prove it true for yourself. It's how powerful our brains are. So your identity shapes your actions. So here are some identities that I hear quite regularly that only create more of what people don't want. I am bad with money. I never have enough time. I'm terrible at remembering things. I have a really bad memory. I'm a bad person. I'm a shitty friend. Now, the reason why this is important to learn and master is because most people take these things just to simply be the truth of who they are and they think or perhaps more so hope that one day this is just going to change. But when we see ourselves that way, we act it out. We create more of it unless we change the way we see ourselves. And we see ourselves, we can go to work on proving something else to be true. So I want to give you a really good example of this. Years ago, when I was living in London, I decided that I wanted to really start taking care of myself, both physically and mentally. So when I had got to London, I had put on a lot of weight. I was drinking all the cider and eating all the pub food and it was freezing cold. So I'd stopped exercising and being active altogether. And so I decided that I was going to become a healthy person again and to begin to feel better. So I started doing two things. I started to identify as a healthy person again. And every time I made a healthy choice, like making my lunch the night before, I would go to work. I would often make a salad and I would put in there like chicken and, you know, various different things. And I would perhaps like make an egg and get some nuts and I would pack my lunch. And when I would do that, I would reaffirm I am a healthy person. Every time I would make these healthy choices, another one was like going for a jog. I had this park close to where I lived and I would go for a jog in the park, often before work, sometimes after, depending on the shift that I was on. And I would use these little wins to reaffirm with myself, I'm a healthy person. And the other thing that I did was I started to ask myself the question, what would a healthy person do? So quite often at work, we would have... Uh, different companies come in, what, what's the word I want? Reps, like we would have different reps come in. So in, I was working in corporate travel in London at the time and we would have airline reps and hotel reps and different things coming in and they would bring treats. They kind of like to bribe us to use their products and it definitely worked. So they would often bring like elaborate cakes and I remember like the most gorgeous cupcakes and you know, like they would have their logo printed onto like uh, biscuits and different things and sweets and all sorts of different things. It was always, always 
like sugary foods. It was never grapes or, you know, fruit. It was just always stuff like that. So anyway, they would often be bringing that in. And the other thing that we had all the time was we had these events and we would go to like a, you know, a hotel that was, you know, opening or an event that they were hosting to try and bring different agents and people in the industry through So there would be all sorts of different, you know, foods and alcohol and cocktail mixes and all sorts of different things. And so when these things were happening at work, I would be asking myself the question, what would a healthy person do in this situation? What would they do? And sometimes it was like, you know, having a small amount or, you know, having the cocktail, but it wasn't what I had been doing previously, which is like going nuts on it all. (laughs) basically taking leftovers home kind of thing. It wasn't that. So I became that healthy person, the person that I wanted to be through shifting my identity and how I chose to see myself. So when you shift your identity, you change your actions. So I want to encourage you to ask the question, who is the type of person that could get the outcome I want? And I'm going to give you some examples, okay? So the question again, who is the type of person that would get the outcome I want? So I worked with a client a little while back now and she wanted to write a book. And in order for her to do that, she needed to identify as a writer and an author. And when she saw herself as a writer and an author, Writing the book became so easy. She was continuously writing because that is what a writer does. So it's one thing to say, I'm the type of person who wants this, who wants to be a writer, who wants to publish a book. It's something very different to say, I'm the type of person who is this, right? I'm the author. I am a writer, right? Can you see that? The difference between saying, I want this and I am this. So a couple more examples. Instead of having the goal to read a book, the goal is to become a reader. This is one I am currently working on right now as I have, and this will be in an upcoming episode where I talk about ADHD, but having realized that the reason I have struggled to read books for so long was due to undiagnosed ADHD. Now that I'm aware of that and taking, you know, different, well, yes, medication is one of the things I'm playing with, but also different strategies and tools and so forth, identities being one of those, I am practicing being a reader. That is the identity that I have taken or am in the process of taking on. I am a reader. So I find myself now reading more and more, especially in the evenings and on the weekends, I'm reading and absorbing all of these amazing things that I want to learn about and know more about. Whereas previously I've been saying so often, and I'm still catching myself, (laughs) if you hear me say it, you can call me out, but I'm catching myself saying, yeah, I really want to finish this book. I really just want to read another book. So now I'm shifting to, I'm a reader. Yeah, I read all the time. So another goal that you may have is to do an Ironman or a triathlon. So instead of saying that, the goal could be to become an athlete or a triathlete. If you want to be an author, then you want to identify as I am a writer. 
If you want to run four times a week, you want to identify as a runner. You want to start saying, I am a runner. Because when you are a runner, what do you do? You run. Trust me, I know. (laughs) I don't run fast and I don't run all that far, but I am a runner and I run regularly. So I love this quote. It's from James Clear, and he is the author of Atomic Habits. And the quote is, the ultimate form of intrinsic motivation is when a habit becomes part of your identity. So good and so true. So one of my clients, Georgia, you'll see her testimonial on my website. When she came to me, she wanted to quit smoking, lose weight, travel and start a side business. Now, she had tried doing these things without success. So we began to shift her identity. That's what we started working on together. And we wanted to shift how she saw herself to someone who didn't smoke, to someone who was a business owner, to somebody who was healthy. And through shifting her identity and the way that she saw herself, she was finally able to quit smoking to lose the weight and to build the business all whilst traveling through Europe. All of it. She was able to do all of it in a very short period of time too. So when you focus on who you need to be, the actions will follow. Who becomes how. I'm going to say that again. When you focus on who you need to be, the actions will follow. The who, who you need to be, who becomes how. Okay, your identity shapes your actions. Now, my friend, if you are serious about shifting your identity and applying the tools that I'm sharing here with you on the podcast, then I invite you to come and work with me. It starts with a free consult call. You can find a time over at my website, xenajones.com slash consult. All right, my friend, huge love to you. Have a magical week. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, then you are going to love being coached by me. We are going to solve your specific challenges and set you up with the mindset tools that you need to have your own back and do brave shit in your life. Just head over to my website, xenajones.com to sign up.